thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Inside the Champion's Mind featuring Dr. Lawrence Tam and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to Inside Champion's Mind, a show dedicating helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in anything that you do. I'm Lawrence Tam, co-founder of The Wellness Couch, and as always, my champion mindset co-host, Marcus Pierce. Oh, Lawrence, I love hearing your dulcet tones. You've got such a great voice for radio and a beautiful face for TV, let's be honest. <laughs> I was just going to say it's a, a voice for radio and that's what yeah, it is. No, it's awesome. So yeah, great to hear your voice. How are you, pal? Well, well, and uh, you had a massive weekend. Uh, you know, we've been hearing rave reviews all across the world. The oh. sensational Marcus Pierce presenting at Byron Bay. Moving it was a bit of a social media phenomenon. I didn't, I didn't log on for like three days after the event. And for the first time in my life, I had 99 plus notifications in my uh, Facebook wow. uh, account. I, I, I thought I'd spent half an hour yesterday reading them all and I didn't get through them all. It was incredible. Very humbling to see people's experiences from the weekend. Oh, that's great. It's really, really cool to see and it's uh, really fantastic to, to hear that. So it was an awesome success. Well, there were people, uh, Leanne Anders, shout out to Leanne Anders. She was, was speaking about bucket list um, on Sunday and a lot of people think that you've got to put these big five ten thousand dollars $10,000 expenses on your bucket list and Leanne Anders had always wanted to surf and she spent 70 bucks on a four-hour surfing lesson at Byron Bay and Cara Henstridge. Big shout out to Cara. Took a video of Leanne surfing, and she was uh, very enthusiastically supporting her on that video. And uh, I was so just so impressed that people had such a unforgettable weekend. Did things that they'd been wanting to do for their whole entire life. Obviously, they came to the event, but there were other things that they did as well. And yeah, really did warm my heart to see it. That's great, man. It's really so cool to hear, and uh, you know, it's just fantastic to be able to to just hear all these amazing wins and uh, and people just getting so much value. Absolutely. So I was, I was thinking a lot about the weekend, LT, as you would, and um, thinking about what the major themes were and uh, things that came up in the room and kind of what, what I was wanting to um, kind of drive people towards on the weekend. And then I, I looked at all of our previous podcasts and I thought, I can't find this topic um, amongst all the things that we've been talking about, particularly over the past 12 to 18 months. And the big big, big key for the weekend was that if you really want to live an exceptional life, no matter what area we're talking or just a fully integrated life, the missing ingredient in most people's life is an accountability to hold you to a standard that, that you want to live at. And I thought it'd be great just to spend the next half hour or so talking about our own personal lives. I'll ask you a few questions that you're not expecting about accountability, but I'll also just discuss about some of the wins people had from the weekend when accountability was on the line, when they were made accountable to a standard that they'd set, um, and also the consequences um, you know, when, when we don't find ourselves accountable to anything. Well, I think it's a fantastic topic. It's accountability is the only thing that I, well, well, not the only thing, but one of the most important thing that is required to to create any success in in anything in life. Um, for me, it's just been one of those powerful things that I've had to to be able to create on my, you know, for myself to get you know to get moving. I mean, let's face it, we're human beings, um, which means that uh, there's part of us that are is inherently lazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and also too, there's also fear, right? So it's not just laziness. It's also fear there too, as well. The fear of, of judgment, the fear of not being able to do certain things. And, and so there's a whole bunch of factors that, that stops us from being able to create the success that we want. 
Um, and, and that's in itself is, is really powerful. And we really need to make sure that we are able to sort of have those people surround us to make sure we help us propel and as a group towards a common goal. So I'm just listening to you say this and you're, you're like me, which I love, is that you, you don't think accountability is just this good idea. You actually think like me that it's pretty much the secret to getting whatever it is that you want is to find your accountability stick, your accountability trick to um, make yourself do what you wouldn't normally do out of, like you say, inherent laziness um, and comfort. Because I was thinking, I'll tell you, and I'll, I'll just out myself here, I do find it incredible, almost um, almost kamikaze, that you go to Canada every 90 days for a one-day mastermind, quote-unquote, accountability session. And it makes me realize that accountability doesn't have to make sense to anyone else. The only person accountability has to make sense to is you. Exactly. It's it's not about accountability just means that it's it's having someone to bounce ideas off of, but more importantly to hold you to a standard that you want, but not necessarily hold yourself to. <laughs> I yeah. don't know if that's what makes sense. Because for me, is that we are in always in a position, I think, that um, are that we're we we're well intentioned. We are people that want a lot of success. And the wanting, though, the translation between what's up here in the brain to action is the problem. Um, this is why, you know, people set a lot of New, Year, New Year's resolution goals uh, at the beginning of New Year's, but then within a day or two, it's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, and then this the cycle repeats itself in New Year's the next year, and then the year after that, and the year after that, and the year after that. Because New Year's signifies something new, right? So something is changing. It's it, there's a change. So therefore, we tell ourselves that this year is going to be different. Well, you can do that at any point in your life. Like you can mm-hmm. do that today. As you listen to this podcast, it goes as of now or as of the end of this podcast. This this no longer serves me. I'm going to be a different me, right? So the thing is, is though it's the the action though that's what's missing. That I find is that there's the difference between someone who is. Um, successful and who's someone who's not is the missing action is willing to take the steps because um, I was just talking to a client of mine right now and we we're just talking about you know creating sort of some marketing campaigns for him and 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 uh, we were just saying you know here's the strategy which was easy right the strategy was easy you know put on a board a whiteboard and draw draw up on a bunch of flow charts it was fantastic it was you know, so easy but the hard work is actually doing it. Like the hard work is coming up with each and every single email sequence. The hard work was actually, you know, creating the ad itself. The yeah. hard work is actually creating the downloadable PDF. The hard work is actually creating the, the talk, the setting the date, all the logistics that I personally hate to do. Yep. Well, right? I'm with you. I can see, and this is the thing, in, in this type of business, you, particularly when you're doing a lot, you can see why people don't do it. Yeah. Which is why accountability is even more important. Exactly. So the accountability really for me is to make sure that I hold on to the standards that I have for myself um, and uh, so that I get it done. Yeah. It is a trick. I, I purely view accountability as a trick. Some people probably call it a hack that we play on ourselves, but this is why I'm just so I'm so tunnel vision on this. If there's something that you that you want that you don't have right now, it's I have no doubt that it's because you don't have someone that's helping you to be accountable to a standard because it it, it it is mind-boggling how much people do things when they know that there's someone that they're going to actually have to front up to and say, I've done it 
or I haven't done it. Doesn't mean people don't make mistakes. Like I've got a client at the moment who has been not having a drink, so she's not like a she's not an alcoholic, but she's just like I know when I have a glass of wine at night, I don't sleep so well, I get sore joints and all the rest. And so she's just been emailing me at the end of every day, going, I haven't had a drink, I haven't had a drink, I haven't had a drink, I haven't had a drink. And a big key about accountability is peer group. Normally, if you have someone in your peer group that supports your mediocre behavior, you'll find at times that you will succumb to that peer group. And she had a moment where she did. But she was so angry at herself that the failing, let's call it, or the falling over was not a bad thing. She had to go through it to recognize that this was not who she wanted to be. And she had the accountability of me to say, I realize what I've done and you're holding me accountable to behavior outside of that. And so I'm now back on the I'm now back on the train. I'm now not doing it again. I had a bad night's sleep when I did have a drink and it was literally one glass of wine and I now realize that I am nowhere near the person that has a glass of wine every night. That's just done. Um, and that's the kind of power that accountability can bring. Hmm. And, and going back to what I just said before, is I think it comes down to, like, and I just really kind of recognize this myself, is that it's about standards. Yeah. It's what kind of standards do you want to live by? And because, here's the thing, the whole point of accountability is to, to do what? It's to change. It's to transform you, right? And to transform you to who? Well, to be this 2.0 version of your current self because mm-hmm. you're obviously not, not necessarily not happy with yourself, but you want to be better, right? If you yep. want to be better, which is the next step, then it has to be, you, you would have done it by now if, if you already have all the skills, the tools, the resources, and the standards that, of that, the new 2.0 version of yourself already. But that's not always the case, right? So Because we're trying to improve ourselves. We're trying to grow. So therefore, we need to change. We, not change necessarily, but transform or hold uh, to become someone different, right? So therefore, in order for us to become someone different, there has to be a higher standard. And because of that higher standard, we need someone or maybe not someone well, necessarily someone someone you know some some very small percentage of people in the population are able to do themselves but it's about holding that accountability holding that standard so that you can it's almost like it's there waiting for you to go in there it's almost like a suit or a uh, uh um uh, uh, uh an armor suit that is waiting for you to kind of get in there you know to, to kind of go in there and just become that person yeah, and I think, like you said, a small percentage do it themselves. But even that small percentage, they might be buzzing along. Like I don't need someone to keep me accountable to my food habits. But then at the same time, I know having kids and having Sarah who prepares most of the food in the house. Like I don't even have a vehicle per se to go and eat McDonald's or junk food or whatever because I've got my family is almost keeping me accountable to my diet. Like I don't have to think about it. Does that make sense? Oh, huge. So peer group is everything. So the people that, like you say, the small percentage that do it themselves, most of that automation comes because the people around them just don't even acknowledge or even just um, entertain the idea of a lower standard. I mean, the accountability is just um, is can be as large as you want or as small as you want it to be. It could be just one person. It could be a, a, a few people. It could be a, a massive audience like this one. You know, yeah. like, for example, like one of the key accountabilities, I guess I've subconsciously kind of done is that, you know, when you announce something on the wellness guys or on Inside Champions Mind, oh, this is what I'm going to do. Well, I'm kind of held accountable that, like, just in my yeah. own self is that I got to go and do this now uh, simply because I've announced it. But, you know, it's public accountability. Public Can we have a quick chat about that? Sure. I spoke about this on uh, to my business clients on Monday, the difference between private accountability and public accountability. And anyone that's listening, I, I recommend you um, 
Google the cone of learning and most of us go through passive learning. So we listen to podcasts, we read books, we watch TV, we look at YouTube, all this passive learning which has, I suppose, a private accountability. We don't have to tell anyone. It's all just to ourselves and we, we listen to the wellness guys every week. We're inside the champion's mind every fortnight and we love that. But taking the transition from uh, private accountability to public accountability which is doing a talk, having a conversation with your friends, telling them that you now exercise or telling them that you no longer eat this or drink that or just putting yourself out there. It doesn't have to be a massive audience but just actually telling someone which is almost a form of a commitment of what it is that you're doing in your life. That's a whole different step which is where a lot of people, they need the accountability to have that accountability because they're so. a lot of people are scared to make that jump between private and public and that's where again the power of accountability can can really drive home to change behaviors that a lot of people think they actually can't change yeah and it's also about the member and also there's the danger right we, we kind of mentioned this a couple of times the danger off of public accountability as long as you're aware of it sometimes public accountability can give you enough endorphins just by announcing it that you don't actually want to go yeah do it so just yes, remember that yes. side of things i'm not saying that you shouldn't have public accountability i mean i do that all the time as well but just also just know that um we get especially in this world of social media we have this good um this this sort of feedback loop of just a just because i announced oh good on you lawrence you're amazing yeah. Yeah, you're going to crossfit now Woohoo! you're incredible exactly. i don't need to show up anymore because i already got yeah. the, the the public acknowledgement yeah. of, of of people liking uh my uh, my post and then that's yeah. it that's all i need and to have to have done without having that uh actually doing the work and you're not going to post that you you know accidentally slept in and you didn't go you'll only post that you went exactly exactly um which is really a, a coming back to the power of peer group isn't it because you know we talked we've spoken about you and crossfit on a previous episode and taki is you know at the very beginning particularly is the accountability so if you've got that if you feel that your peer group is not um empowering enough to call you on your shit when you let it go when you drop your standards then like you say you make the announcement and people will support you no matter what but if you've got someone that will go hold on a minute like you committed to this standard and you're not uh respecting it or you're not um living up to it um then yeah, that's definitely something that that I think is is worthy of, of looking at. And then I always like the idea of recruiting new people into your peer group and making some changes. And um, you know, looking at the five people, putting a tick and cross next to those that are supporting you or not, and, and making the necessary changes, albeit difficult, if uh, if required. Yeah. Um, a couple of questions for you, LT. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just pose a couple of points and then a couple of questions. Um, the importance of, of time and money in accountability. I have a view that when we spend time on something or we put money towards something, it's always much more keeps us much more accountable uh, than if we get something for free or we don't have to put any time or money into it. Mm-hmm. Um, what am I knowing? What you think are the are the the ways that you keep yourself accountable to any kinds that you might think of a certain thing? It might be a CrossFit, it might be diet, it might be something in your um, career. But some of the things you do that you know keep you accountable. Obviously, we've spoken about Canada being one. Yeah, so I think. You know, accountability um, is important to have it done regularly. That's number one. Um, it's got to be done on a specific time frame or certain type of frequency, whether it be once a week, once a quarter, whatever it is for you. Um, and, you know, we talk about it in sort of like mastermind groups or, you know, there's always that uh, um, that frequency is really important. Um, Money-wise, um, that's a tough one. I think money is important that to, to – I think it's important that there's enough pain 
<laughs> so yeah. um, the but pain... if you go if you spend uh, like two grand like we did um, Brendan Burchard's Experts Academy that costs two grand right hmm. you've got two grand but you've also got a weekend of your life we were both having a weekend away from family mm-hmm. when you put the time into it you don't rock up and go well I'm just going to sit back and relax yeah no exactly go, well I've taken the time out I may as well play full out because you're not going to get the time back. Exactly. There's got to be enough pain there because the pain, the pain has to be for me anyways. And it's not like necessarily for everybody, but the pain's got to be that I, I, I know something of value that I have to value it. And, um, you know, something that's, you know, if I paid a dollar to go get accountability or if I paid, you know, a thousand dollars, it's going to be a lot more pain associated with that thousand dollars that I put into it because I want to make sure I get the most value out of it. Right. And so there's, so I think money is, is part of that factor. And that's why people pay for coaching or this is why people pay for mentorships and, and being parts of groups is because of, you know, that you hold themselves to a higher standard. They, they basically are, 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 you put yourself in a higher standard because that there's the value that you actually have to extract from it. Now, if you want results, this is the only way to get it. It's, you know, it's not about, I mean, honestly, in this day and age, you can have a lot of free information. There's a lot of free information there that was not there 10 years ago. And you yeah. can get access to a lot of things. The problem is not the information. We're no longer in the information world. You want to learn how to do something, it's online somewhere. The difference is, is that most people are not willing to do the work. So the yeah. problem now is, is in, in the today's society, it's about how to ensure that you actually do the work to, to make sure that you um, to, to actually leverage the things that's actually available to, in today's technology. And like I said before, some people can do it on their own. But um, most of us require someone else is because we are we're creatures of habit. So we like living comfortably. And um, I think the, you know, the entrepreneurs are the people who typically have to work a little harder because this is going back to like, from example, from pays, right, versus employee mentality versus an entrepreneur mentality is that the one is that, you know, some people want security. So the employee mentality is, is perfect for that situation where they have security of knowing exactly how yeah. much they get paid and they know exactly how many holidays they're gonna, a week they're going uh, to get a year. Where the entrepreneur mentality is that if I'm sick and I'm not working, I'm not getting paid. Yeah. And if I'm not producing and what I'm trying or doing is not working, I'm not getting paid. And yeah. so there's that different types of mentality and there's no security in that whatsoever. But however, the payoffs are a lot more because you're in control. You have a bit more time and freedom, so there's always a payoff and exchange uh, and an exchange for for what you give up, and there's always pros and cons. So it, as long as you just realize that that's all there in that in that whole uh, the whole scheme in, in terms of business, then you you just got to accept it. Just when you're talking about all of this, uh, particularly you talk, you spoke about you know the 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 the, uh, the almost I kind of I kind of want to say the overabundance of information if there is such a thing as overabundance the overabundance of information and free information and everything else and just the the concept of money and accountability just writing down as you're talking there if you spend a one if you if you go and buy a car for one thousand dollars or if you go and buy a car for a hundred thousand dollars what car do you look after more. Yeah. Now, I know some people will be exceptions and they'll look after both cars equally. But generally speaking, I think most people listening where I'm going here, you are so much more accountable to keeping that $100,000 car in great nick. You wash it way more than the $1,000 car. You're always looking at it, you know, buffering it, um, checking for any nicks or anything else. You're getting it serviced more like you're making sure it's clean on the inside and on the outside. Whereas with a $1,000 car, you feel less accountable to it almost innately. So it gets dirtier, easier. You don't worry about it so much. You give it less time and energy and effort. Um, And so that's the same with information. I do really think it's a big thing. Like all of our podcasts are free 
and we get 2 million downloads a year, but we get 600 people to a wellness summit. Like there's a big difference in numbers between 40,000 downloads a week and 600 real human beings at a wellness summit. And the big difference is price, is money and accountability. Hmm. The thing is that when you surround yourself with people with uh, that are like-minded and there's obviously elevates that standard even higher, right? It's not just Absolutely. anybody joining a group. It's about people who are willing to put money where their mouth is or putting money into their effort at least um and that's the whole point and that's you know one of the the values of having um a, a paying for some sort of of mentorship or coaching or some sort of environment to be part of a group i mean we all can be part of any facebook group and you know that if it's a free group you get a whole a variety of different people and there's not right or wrong i mean there's mm-hmm. great people in those groups um however it's not the same caliber of groups or the standards not necessarily the same if that oh, everybody paid the thousand dollars into that group yeah, or absolutely. someone who pays ten thousand dollars in a group and well let's elevate the stakes so what if you went to a group that cost fifty thousand dollars to join or a hundred thousand dollars to join all of a sudden those type of people you know in that group automatically falls into a different category well and, i've got a yes yeah, sorry go on well the expectations of, of that group from you is also changes as well yep i've got a bucket list item to do tony robbins platinum partnership hmm. um mastermind i'm pretty sure when i was uh back in the day i feel like an old even when i say this back in the day when i was on the robo circuit i think it was forty five thousand dollars for platinum i know it used to be 75 and i got a feeling now it might be 100 grand and i just i really would love to experience it at one point in my life not so much because of all the experiences but because of all of the people that i wouldn't normally meet from all over the world it's a very global mastermind group and probably similar to when you go to canada you're meeting people from so many different countries uh on so many different experiences and uh, it, it, it is, like you say, it's about the people that you meet that end up holding you to the higher standard. It's not always uh, just about the money or the time it takes. The people, I think, is often the most uh, powerful thing when it comes to accountability. Oh, like when he, I mean, the I know people actually in that platinum group now that you know yep. that there's you know traveling and, and going out and, and, and doing all these amazing things, and, and they definitely function in their business and personal life at a totally different level than most people um because they you know they put their money where their mouth is right and so the group that i've been i've been i've been you know like last couple years i've been in north america every four months or three months um and i've been in actually two or three different groups and the group the i mean what's being taught is exactly the same um the facilitators changed a little bit but the people in the group also were, were the biggest factors. The people that I met yeah. uh, were huge. I mean, I sat beside a guy whose company uh, turns over $130 million. That's right. Maybe email right? about And, yep. um, you know, and their profitability is like, you know, like $20, 30000000 million. <laughs> so and what was his drives? Like, what, what were his drives? And you talk about accountability. Like, uh, what do you think he gets out of doing a you know, a quarterly mastermind in Canada? Well, I think it's for, for them, it's, it's just that they just need, need to have a break. It's, I, you know, what I recognize is that no matter how much money you're making, you still have problems. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's, you just have different problems, right? So um, yeah. all, all I'm saying is, is you just got different problems. It's not like, you know, people who are very, very successful doesn't have problems. I mean, Donald yeah. Trump, Richard Branson, you know, Tony Robbins, they all have issues they got to deal with. They're just yeah. at a totally different level. Like, they're just in different levels. And, you know, I, I just, I met some fascinating people. I, I met the um, the guy who, uh, um, I can't remember his, escaped my, uh, his name, excuse me, but he's, you know, one of the guys who who did the Northern Passage, you know, in, in over four years. And I, 
I met a guy who's a who's a dentist in in the UK, um, and uh, he you know he's 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 got a, he's invested in a company that basically stores uh, core blood, um, you know, and they can extract uh, core blood from uh, from a baby's tooth, which is absolutely amazing wow. to me. Like those technologies, as I wouldn't have been exposed to if yeah. I didn't actually get the chance to go meet these people. And that's you know we talked about this in the last uh, I think a few episodes ago. We talked about the importance of a of a live event. The live event is not necessarily always about I mean, the content and speakers and, and, and what you're going to learn is fantastic. It's great. But it's also actually who you meet. Because the old-fashioned human interaction. We meet, like, I have met my closest friends. All, actually, I would say, I would say 90% of my, all my closest friends that I know now have all, I've met in a seminar of some sort. Yep. Right? And, you know, and, you know, the wellness guys, this one, this podcast right now would not have happened if it wasn't uh, a meeting through, uh, through a seminar. Yeah. Um, you know, my, like, honestly, the, my closest, all my closest friends I've met were in, in the seminar room. And why? It's because we were all like-minded. We all attended the same seminar. Right? Yeah. And so that peer group, like going back to accountability, the peer group is that they all have certain standards. They all want certain things. And therefore, when you all want certain things, you basically talk about the same things. You have this like likelihood of to kind of staying together. Not everybody in that you know room you're going to get into a seminar you're going to enjoy or like, but there's going to be certain people, chance meetings, someone to, when you interact with someone going, you know what, this guy's a cool guy or this girl's really just so smart. We'd love to hang and love to connect after. And that's just what, you know, we've met certain people and, and we still connect with them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just want to finish off on, on one thing that I'd love to talk to you about. We've spoken about it um, a few times on previous podcasts, and that's this accountability and time. And you're really good, and I really respect what you do about just keeping yourself because uh, we've spoken a lot about other people. But do you want to just refresh people, and I'll put a few of my bits in here as well, how you keep yourself accountable on a daily basis to time? Uh, you know, you've got your plans and, and how you how you don't lose track to a point where your day just um, snowballs. How What do you do to keep yourself accountable on a daily basis to time? Um, I'm going to be honest right now and say I suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to be honest. I, I want to be uh, authentic Everyone here. here, everyone listening would be loving that. They would be loving that Mr. Perfect has just taken away the shield, put a dagger in his own heart and said, I actually am human. I suck. I, I don't know where the people get this perception that I, I'm like. Damien you know, Christoph has propaganda, Roz. Yeah, maybe. Perpetuated a myth. It's, it's, that, it is a myth. I, I'm actually terrible. And but, you're hosting inside the champions. <laughs> Come on, you're showing a chink. But this is good. But that's what champions do. They're not perfect. So um, I think it's important to know. Okay, so how do I, how do I stay focused? Well, one of the, I, you know, the other day, I, I think you know, this might be helpful. The other day, I thought it was the, the perfect example of what I did. I, um, I recognize that when I'm staying at home, um, sometimes and uh, I get distracted. There's just so much distraction here um, at home. And what happened? Dog bark. Kids came into the office. Yeah, like just honestly, Karen. at the beginning of the podcast, there you know you might have noticed or may not have noticed, but like Christian was in my room and he's trying to lip talk. Like, I <laughs> 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 the male brain trying to talk to me and and lip read. You're like, I'm trying to lip read what he's saying, and he's just like, but you know, it's he's four years old, so he's just like babbling yeah. about something but he's not really saying things actually that yeah. actually makes sense he just thinks that by moving his mouth that that's yep. actually the exact words that's coming out and so i have to put myself in mute i'm like trying to listen to him I'm like sweetheart i can't i can't talk to you right now like, i'm in the middle of a podcast i'm like i'm so glad you were actually you know talking about the weekend and talking about I'm like oh so i know mark is going to talk a little bit more so i do apologize that's exactly that so that's not the marketing that i have to deal with um you know so 
you know, Facebook or, you know, something email comes through. So that's distracting. So what I did the other day is that I went up to Palm Beach, which was like 10 minutes from my house, went to the, this beautiful cafe called The Boathouse and uh, overlooking um, the water. It was a beautiful sunny day. It was a little bit chilly at the beginning. I spent like two and a half hours there. I just I picked, a, I picked a desk. I just stood there because I, I was I like standing and, and, and working. And I just opened my notebook and I got so much done in two hours, two and a half hours. You say your notebook, your journal or your computer? Oh, no, uh, no, no, like a, a water, a uh, paper, paper, paper action journal. Yeah. And paper. Yeah. And are you, are you like me? Did you just get like a, a, a can of coconut water and that was your only purchase for two and a half hours? Or do you stand there, have lunch by yourself, write and the rest? Because oh, I always feel a bit uncomfortable when I'm at a cafe for that long and I only buy five bucks worth of stuff. Oh, like I, I started off with the juice of some sort and then uh, stayed long enough that I'm like, oh, it's almost lunchtime. I just had a salad as well and ate lunch there too. So, yeah. They would have liked you. I sometimes think they don't like me. Yeah, <laughs> I get a lunch at home, and I'm like, I'll go down to the cafe after lunch, and then I just get a coconut water. Whoops! Yeah, well, anyway, it's what you do to get out of the. I think it's the, just get, yeah. So one of the key things, I guess, to answer your question is get out get out of your um, normal environment. Sometimes I think it's really important. Um, I think it's uh, so. Let's go back to this. So let me be specific. So one of the key things that you need to do is to structure your days and what and theme it. So theme your days is really important. So how do you theme your days? Is like call it something, mm. right? Name it something. This is like today's like phone calls all day then fine then yeah. name it that day and that's that's your theme um and but every week should be the same so it depends on what you do obviously you know um if you're an entrepreneur and have your own business you have certain things that you got to get done so it could be marketing monday yeah. okay so then all day monday is all about marketing and that's it you should only focus on marketing um you know and uh on so well wednesdays working on the business so you might want to call it wealth wednesdays and yep. so it's just like theme it so that you know the theme of that day is only that. So then, okay, so once you theme it, so okay, marketing Mondays. All right, well, Monday's all marketing. So what do you, What are some of the three or four areas of tasks that you need to do on a Monday on, in marketing specifically? So then you go break it up and then you start to schedule it in there at the beginning of the week or the week before or whatever. And then you schedule in there specific times that those are the times that you actually have to do. You have only a lot of 60 minutes to do this particular task. And that 60 minutes is only dedicated. That's all you have to finish this particular task or project or whatever you want to do. And then that's how you structure it. And that's how, that's how I nice. function. Training Tuesdays, Wellness Wednesdays, Wellness Wednesday workshop. There you go. There you go. Nice. And then the other thing that you do and the other thing that I do, which I think is vital, is that plan your day so that you know if you're being overly optimistic as I can tend to be and you've got 16 hours of work scheduled into your day and you think, okay, I'll just better pull back a bit here and realize what your musts are, those one, two or three frogs that we were speaking about at the beginning of the episode and plan your day so that you've always got a compass to come back to. So that, it, I mean, it's okay to be distracted by things because they might be absolutely great opportunities but at the same time, it's also so easy, as we've just been saying, to get distracted by low-priority tasks that it's important to go, hold on a minute, this is not on the agenda. I can always come back to that in leisure time or whatever, but this is my plan that I'm working to and have, a, have an accountability where you know that if you're doing some Facebook marketing or if you're doing some something, it's, it's a 30-minute job or a 45. And that doesn't mean you'll only spend 30 minutes on it, but it will mean you'll know if your expectations are... Um, are going out of whack by the amount of time that you're spending on certain tasks. Well, I think it's, it's you know, we're talking about accountability today and, and accountability is accountability with yourself. And the accountability with yourself is the best way to do is actually have a list of things already pre-planned is what you're saying. Have yeah. a list of exactly what you need to do this week or today and make sure you have that list on hand because what, what happens when we get easily distracted, 
we're just going to go, oh, well, I, I don't know what to do next. Well, the list yes. is in front of you. Look down. Exactly. And, um, and, and because if it's so much easier for you to, rather than trying to spend, so much easier for you to look at the list and then just go with it rather than going, oh, what do I need to do? And then spend the next five minutes trying to think about it because that's what's going to be causing you problems because you're going to be randomly thinking about whatever else where if you already have the list pre, pre in front of you, already listed exactly what you need to do, you just got to pick something on that list to do right now. Yeah, love it. Guys, make sure you go to facebook.com slash the Inside Champions Mind. Make sure you like us there and comment below this episode and tell us how you hold yourself accountable. How do you make sure that you get things done and also making sure that you elevate to a higher standard? Go to wellnesscouch.com. Why are you there? Go and register for the wellness. I would love to see you there in Melbourne and join us alive. Meet some peer groups, meet some accountability partners if you don't have them already. And uh, really kind of, it would just be a great two day event where we get to hang, talk, chat, learn, and just mingle and uh, just, uh, you know, talk about wellness. Uh, make sure you go to subscribe. Uh, make sure you go to iTunes, subscribe us there and make sure you comment on uh, uh, the, um, in, on iTunes so that we can actually have this show being able to broadcast to the whole entire world because I think that people need to hear more and more of this stuff so this is inside champions mind a show dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in anything that you do i'm lawrence tam he's marcus pierce see you on the next episode this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash the wellness couch subscribe to each show on itunes and check us out on twitter the wellness couch streaming wellness into your lives Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.